Welcome to the Faith Seeking Freedom Podcast, a project of the Libertarian Christian Institute. Your questions about faith and liberty deserve thoughtful answers, and we're dedicated to giving you solid responses so you can live free and flourish. Can libertarianism become an idol? If so, how can we libertarian Christians be sure that we're not putting too much focus on our politics and not enough on Christ? That's an amazing question. I love it. What do you think, Norm? Can libertarianism become an idol? It's almost rhetorical. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose that that is possible, uh, as it is entirely possible to make all sorts of things in our lives out to be idols when we begin to place more importance upon them than our relationship with, with Christ. This certainly, okay, so we'll, we'll admit it as a possibility. I would like to think that because of the concordant nature of how libertarian ideas coalesce with Christian ethics in so many ways, that so long as one doesn't look at it as being essentially the sole focus of Christian ethics, that it will be very difficult to make it into an idol. So that's, a, that's probably a good thing. But if you begin to find yourself, you know, going to Rothbard before you go to, to Jesus or start saying, you know, a few Hail Mises every day or something like that, that might say that you're in a, in a bit of a pickle. Uh, yeah. So, you know, but I, I find that to be probably a little unlikely. If anything, the big bugaboo from a lot of non-libertarian Christians seems to be more that they do imagine libertarianism to be some sort of all-encompassing worldview. And the fact is, is that it isn't. Uh, And as long as we're kind of recognizing that, you know, from both a high-level perspective and in the nitty-gritty details about why we are Christians first, of course, then I think we're going to be okay. There is one other piece of the puzzle here, and I think that that has to do with electoral politics. We're a 501c3, therefore we never endorse a political party or any candidates. But I will uh, sort of throw this out there, and that's that electoral politics has a very limited scope into what it is able to change. And it also has a nearly unlimited scope as to what it can corrupt. And so that would actually be, I think, a, a, a very uh, apropos word to you that really don't trust in electoral politics. It's a lot easier to start putting your hope in a prince than it is to, I think, make libertarianism out into an idol. So I think that might be actually an additional word. I'm far more concerned, I think, with um, the way that uh, in general, American, and speaking to this from as a kind of American-centric perspective here for a second, I'm more concerned oftentimes with how Christians often laud laud their leaders and pay more attention to, you know, American leadership and power than they are paying attention to the philosophies that they hold and whatnot. And I think they probably make those people out more into idols than their philosophies. And case in point, yes, it is sarcastic, but you'll see out there, you know, these uh, allusions to like, you know, God Emperor Trump and things like that. This literally is said, and yes, it's kind of said in jest, but it kind of kind of indicates something deep inside about where their loyalties really lie. You know, I think in terms of an idol, I often really refer to the Tim Keller kind of definition of an idol as making something that is good an ultimate end in and of itself. And I think that speaks to a little bit of what Norman said is like, libertarianism is not an all-encompassing life philosophy. And if you treat it as such, and I'm not saying that those who actually treat it as such are doing this, but as a Christian, if you are treating that as dominant over your Christian thinking, 
And it's possible to do that in certain areas and not really kind of overall think of it that way. Then you might be guilty of it. I don't think of it as like you've made libertarian the god you worship. If you become too obsessed with political solutions as the things that which need to be done above all else in order to achieve a more free society, then perhaps you're spending too much time worried on that, focusing on that. Again, I'm not saying that those things are unimportant pursuits, but how do we make sure, this is kind of the heart of the question, if we're libertarians and Christians, how do we make sure we're not putting too much focus on, on our politics and not enough on Christ? It could be argued, and this is sort of the Anabaptist argument, that we just are going to be you know, not involved in politics, you know, electoral politics, and we're going to change the culture and be hardworking people, and we're going to have good morals. And, and I don't want to overstate or misrepresent an Anabaptist position. But the idea there is that we are going to be witnesses to Christ and to the peaceable kingdom and so forth. And we're just going to ignore politics. Electoral politics, maybe. I can kind of see that as, as, a, as a form of action. I think it's totally fine if you want to elect not to vote. It is possible that we could be too politically focused and not enough focused on Christ and culture. And that's a kind of a pious way of saying it. It's kind of like, oh, I'm going to focus on Jesus. That's not what we mean. It's not what I mean. But when we say we're going to focus on Jesus or focus on the kingdom, Scott McKnight wrote a book called Kingdom Conspiracy, and he, he's not a libertarian, I don't think. He, he might be friendly toward us in a sense, but he says, you know what? To actually live the kingdom, you don't need the state. It doesn't require it. And he was making that statement in a book that wasn't really about freedom and politics or anything like that. It was all about what does it look like to be the church, the local church, engaged in culture. I would recommend that book as a way to kind of dig into what does it mean to focus on Christ. So, yeah, I think it can become an idol to some extent. It's kind of hard to do that in the way that Norman described. Like, it's really, it doesn't fall under the thing that we worship, if you will. But, I, you know, anything can become an idol because anything can become what we, what we obsess over. And yeah, I just think it's a lot easier to start, you know, gunning after politicians and those sorts of leaders. Those are, I think you're going to find a lot easier of a time making, seeing that out as an idol than, than the yeah. philosophy itself. Yeah. And so if somebody, say on the left, kind of accuses of, us of idolatry, of our libertarianism, you know, if, hey, if you're accusing me of, of being obsessed with peace and cooperation and people actually getting along rather than finding ways to coerce one another into their own visions of society. Okay, fine. But that's fine. The <laughs> former is great. The latter is malevolent. Right. Yeah, so exactly. The, and yeah, who's the idolater there? Well, and do you yeah. know what the actual idols were representing in the Bible? States? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It just, to me, it seems like the idolatry, which is unwitting. I don't think anybody, nobody is going to admit, oh yeah, I'm an idolater. Uh, I worship <laughs> non, I worship this non-God thing in my life. No one knows that. That's something we don't pay attention to. If I'm putting something as an idol, I don't quite notice it. I need someone else to tell me this. So this is, this is what we tell the left. You're making an idol of the state. You just don't realize it. And hey, you know, it can work both ways, I suppose, but the, the state is actually an idol in the scripture. I think yeah, we've had think, enough on that topic. Yeah, I think we've had enough on that topic for now. Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> there's the, probably more we could say, but oh my goodness! I mean, we we go over this a lot. I know uh, this over, so. but now we're at uh, addressing it directly. So, great question. This podcast was inspired by our popular book, Faith Seeking Freedom, which is available on Kindle, softcover, and audiobook at faithseekingfreedom.com. 
want your questions answered on our podcast, email us at podcast at libertarianchristians.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so we can reach more Christians with the message of liberty.